Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of Twist, Turns, and One-Liners. Uh, this week we watched Signs, the M. Night Shyamalan uh, movie from 2002. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, a banger. I love I love this movie. It's really? it's it's not perfect. It's not like an amazing movie, but I just I I really really enjoy it for nostalgia reasons. Eh, sort of. Um, like it, it, I was really young when it came out. My sister's four years older than me, so she was she was probably like thirteen or or she was twelve when it, when it came out. But I'm pretty sure. Wouldn't have wouldn't have seen it in theaters, but saw right. it at home right. when she was a teenager, thirteen, maybe fourteen. Sure. So I saw it when I was, you know, nine or ten, mm-hmm. and there were parts of it for sure that scared the crap out of me at the time. Yeah. Uh, but I I didn't ever I don't recall watching it like in full until way later. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. It's just it's one of those movies. It's one of those movies where if you take it super seriously, it's dumb. <laughs> like it's not it's not a great movie if you if you're taking it super seriously but if you yeah. go into it with a little bit more of an easygoing kind of mentality yeah it's an interesting one i mean i like i'm not going to shit on it because there's nothing worse than like when you really like a movie and then people like have to critique it and it's like well we're, we're not looking at it with like a really realistic you know like the lens you're talking about where Uh you take it too seriously like it's just supposed to be lighthearted. like we don't have to take it it was you know the tic-tac sound it was was never that serious Mm -hmm. okay well it wasn't you know so i'm not gonna do that but it i mean it's um (laughs) so it was all right you know just like just like uh scary movie did the first scary movie did with scream um scary movie three a big part of that a big part of that is science. Mm. And it's impossible to watch. Oh, it's not based on all the Scream movies? I thought Scary Movies no, go no, along with no, each Scream movie. No, it's just whatever. The first one primarily yeah, was... Yeah, I saw that one. Scream, a little bit of I Know What You Did Last Summer, yep. a couple other things mixed in. Um, two was... Uh, was was it House on the Haunted Hill or The Haunting? Well, either way, a couple there's are in Poltergeist and Thirteen Ghosts and a few other things mixed mixed in. Three they did, um, it was Signs, The Ring, oh. primarily Signs in The Ring. Sure. Um, and but like they also made fun of Eight Mile. They made fun <laughs> of like, uh, what else? Just a couple other things. But like, Signs is like one of the one of the main kind of parts. Mm-hmm. And it's impossible to watch one without thinking about the other. I know you always say that, like whenever, like having seen the first scary movie, like I can never watch that first scene with Drew Barrymore the same because the popcorn bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like with <laughs> it this, honestly ruins it. Like with this one, uh, at the beginning of scary, or at the beginning of this movie, um, you know he's waking up in the morning and then he hears his daughter scream. And then he has to go investigate. Yeah. Like in, in Scary Movie 3, Charlie Sheen is playing that oh. part. And he gets up and he goes to the bathroom and he starts to hear screaming and he leans out of the, and you can see him in the doorway. Like you hear him peeing and then the screaming starts. Mm-hmm. He stops peeing and leans back and then the screaming stops. And then he comes back and starts peeing again, screams again and comes back. And then he goes outside and 
they're looking for the kids and and the the guy that's supposed to be making fun of Joaquin Phoenix's character. He like looks over. He's like, the dogs are acting strange. And then it, it like pans over and then there's all these like dogs doing just completely ridiculous things oh, like there gosh. was one like dressed up like in or, like a horse and chariot pulling yeah, each other across yeah, the yeah. just stupid shit like that <laughs> and that part always sticks in my head at the beginning of this movie yeah but you, you get the idea it's it's one of those things where i think that's part of why i like it so much because i, I really i do really like uh scary movie three right but either way that's funny it's not I, I wouldn't say my enjoyment of this movie is just the silliness, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like. I thought the cast did a good job. Like, the acting was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Abigail Breslin. I've seen her in a lot of stuff, but she was really good. She looks really little. Yeah. So I thought she did a really good job. Um, This is really jumping ahead, but <laughs> the scene. <laughs> There's a scene where they're all at the dinner table when they've been like they're gonna they're essentially like oh we're gonna make our favorite foods because it might be like our last meal Mm -hmm. and they're all like sitting there and the the son oh hold on let me get his name morgan is like i don't want to eat my food or like none of them are really eating their food except for um graham Mm -hmm. is that his name and he um like it was just so bizarre like the the interaction of like oh god why aren't you eating why aren't you eating eating? fine i'll eat it and then like a bit of everything and he starts taking it and then everyone's just like crying right and then they all like i just it made me laugh it didn't like pull at the heartstrings Mm -hmm. like oh this is such a tough time so like that almost felt like it was making fun of itself weirdly I don't know why. Yeah, it was a little out of nowhere. Like, uh, like, I, why were they mad at each other? Well, it's it's less. I think it's less that they were mad at each other and more that they were just upset about the fact that they were probably that they were thinking they were probably going to die. Yeah, it was just it was just weird. I think the idea is that they were just scared. That was the scene that stuck out to me most, which is really random. But I just, oh God, it's the the and the you never see Bo. You see her on camera once during that whole crying thing, like right at the end when she comes over by them and gives them the hug. But you just hear her off camera going, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and it's so clearly like inserted cry, you know, like where like they just put in the audio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, not trying to ruin it. It's no, just you're not ruining anything. <laughs> it's funny how sometimes you pick on like stuff like that. You pick up on stuff like that in film. Yeah. And other times you don't like, like some random thing that nobody, most people wouldn't notice. Right. You notice immediately and then you can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. So that whole scene, I was just thinking about like, why aren't they showing her actually crying? Why do we only hear her like making weird noises? Mm-hmm. And then I put together that, okay, she probably, On the day, for whatever reason, wanted to change whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't cry or something. Yeah. But yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's one of those it's one of those movies where it's like there's like his like his movies uh M Night Shyamalan his movies and I've brought him up before like mm-hmm. the the big thing around his movies is there's usually some sort of like twist or revelation yes. right we talked about um a sixth sense I learned well you told me this but then also today when I was discussing it uh with a friend like they were telling me about 
what's his name? M. Night Shyamalan. Um, they were telling me about all like his big movies, mm-hmm. and they said that yeah, like every time there's a twist, but sometimes in their opinion that the twists don't always make sense. Like they try to go back and show that there was evidence, but that there wasn't. It just depends. Yeah, but that's just their. Personal Did they say opinion. any in particular? Um, they did. Let me look at uh, other movies he had. It like they liked the Sixth Sense. It was not that mm-hmm. one. Um. Uh, they did not like the visit. Mm-hmm. Um, or split. Dang, they didn't like split. Yeah, it's a good one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They didn't really say why, other than they just didn't like it. Um, I like that one quite a bit. But I mean, either way, like this guy's very successful because a lot of his movies are big. So it's yeah, like... he's he's kind of uh, after after uh, Sixth Sense and like Unbreakable, like after those, like he, I think those were pretty big mm-hmm. for him. At the, like those were the big ones at the time, mm-hmm. and it kind of became one of those things where. You you knew you were gonna get into something like screwy, like going mm-hmm. to his stuff. Yeah. So kind of his his name carries a little, at least used to carry a little bit of weight. Probably doesn't carry as much as it did. Yeah, that's what they they my coworker also said. Yeah, like I don't think Knock at the Cabin was really that like it, like people weren't super excited about that. What was the twist in that one? Um. Well, see, it's not necessarily it's not always necessarily a huge twist, more just like it, I think I think knock at the cabin is was a lot more is a lot more like signs because signs the twist isn't really that big of a twist. It's more like a Yeah, what even is the twist? It's with signs it's more like there's okay, so there's a scene in this one in signs that is kind of like the defining moment of the movie in my opinion, but you don't realize it till later. Although it's framed up like kind of like the like talk of the of the movie it's when they're it's when they're sitting i think they're sitting and watching tv yeah. and the kids fall asleep yeah and, they're and, they, having and, that he, and he talks about like yeah he talks about like um some people believe in miracles like all uh, yeah like goes in talking about like the things happening but then other people just believe in coincidences right yeah and that's kind of that's kind of the whole that's the that's the whole thing with with his with Mel Gibson's character and um and kind of his arc through the whole movie, right? Like he like he sees everything as just like kind of cruel coincidence after his wife dies. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he he says it outright. He's like there's nothing out there like for us. There's like it's everything's fucked basically. Yeah. But by the end of like at the end of the movie, like all the stars end up aligning to like basically save them from what happens. Mm-hmm. You know, like if his wife hadn't, so if his wife hadn't died and been killed by the guy who killed yep. her, which that's a nice show on, by the way, that he played that part. Oh, um, okay. Uh, that's cool. If he hadn't done that, he wouldn't have later went home when he said he was at home. He wrote down his phone number. He he said he was going to call, but never did. Mm-hmm. So that wouldn't have ever happened. Mm-hmm. So he wouldn't have called Mel Gibson mm-hmm. when he wasn't sure what to do. Mm-hmm. So Mel Gibson goes over to his house. He says he's going to go to the cabin, whatever. He goes in. Yep. You know, sees the hand, cuts mm-hmm. the fingers off, comes home. Um, 
So that none of that would have happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meryl, Joaquin Phoenix's character, mm-hmm. he would have never moved back with his brother mm-hmm. because his wife didn't die. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if there's a huge. I don't. Th- I don't remember them saying. I think they said that she oh, has, oh, had always done it, but you know his daughter leaving all the cups, the glasses everywhere because of her obsession with you know fresh water or whatever. Yeah, that was weird but yeah so also at the same time like with his wife dying and the last words that she had you know all those things yeah. lining up at the very last part that last scene in the movie right yep so and his the son having asthma all those stars aligned to allow them to basically kill the alien and have everybody live right and, you know all that stuff happened it's that that moment that he flips back to the miracles man right right because all those things happen just so that could happen and he ends up going back back to the church and everything. So that I don't I don't it's the twist is more but the twist is more I think it's again it's not really a twist it's the viewer deciding if they would be the miracle people or if they would be the coincident people. Like, you know, were did all those things happen that way for a reason so they could get to the point at the end of the movie or was it just a whole bunch of coincidences? Like I think that's the yeah. the kind of open-ended part of it where you're supposed to where you kind of pick which one which part you're with. Yeah. Knock of the cabins a lot like that mm-hmm. because there's all these terrible things start happening, like prophesize they're prophesizing like the end of the world. Yeah, and the whole premise is the world's going to end unless you one of you sacrifice. three kill right yeah. sacrifice one of the other ones, and all these things are happening, and it's kind of the same thing. Is is it coincidence that all this is happening? Are these people actually crazy and they're just feeding into like stuff they already know? And then like, but I'll just spoil it here. But by the end of it, like. One of them ends up killing, one of them ends up sacrificing the other one. Oh, really? Yes. And everything stops. All the bad stuff stop, like stops. Oh. And then they're like, they're, uh, when they were going on this vacation, they were listening to the song in the radio, singing along, having a really good time. So they sacrifice one of the guys and then they go to a diner and then they see on the news that all the stuff is like, like stopping. All mm-hmm. the bad things are stopping. And then they get in the car to drive away. And when they get in the car, the song on the radio is the one that they were singing along with on mm-hmm. the way to their vacation. And then they kind of have this moment like, like kind of sitting in it like, uh, and then they, they like the, the little girl shuts off the radio and then they sit, but then they turn it back on. Cause it's like, I think it's them kind of questioning whether or not what they did was, is what stopped everything. Yeah. Or but everything just happened to stop. And I think it's them believing that it was real because they had to believe they to themselves they had to believe it was real because otherwise they killed the guy for no reason. Yeah. But like this it's kinda like that with this. There's no like like ooh gotcha twist in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um my coworker said that they didn't like the mo- this movie because it's religious propaganda. And I said, What? And then they said <laughs> they said they are like that the Mel Gibson's character, like, you know, stops becoming a priest or whatever mm-hmm. minister when his wife dies. And then he comes back to it at the end because it was all like a miracle from God that they got saved. So that's why he went back in. And I was like, I think you missed the point. Okay. I, I didn't agree with that take. Mm-hmm. But I mean, for, for his character, that's what his character thought and why his character went back into it. I don't see why that's religious propaganda but you know whatever i mean if that's what you're looking for it to be that's what you're going to see it as yeah you know what i mean i hate the word propaganda 
my god, it's so annoying. Yeah. People throw it around with everything. It's like, okay, we get it. I mean, some stuff's propaganda, for sure. Who cares? I mean, it can <laughs> then be... Then be smart and figure it out. Yeah, but you can't always count on people to be smart and well, to figure it out. Well, that's their own problem. Eh, okay. Sometimes it's our problem. <laughs> Not my problem. I don't care. It just is annoying because it feels like it ruins everything good, is all I'm saying. Well, like, I every think, time I like something, it's like, it's propaganda. I think a skill that you could try work on developing is not letting that impact your your thoughts on things yeah be, but it does you, don't, ha- you because, don't have to let it ruin it but but then people like will i don't want i don't want to sit there and have people critique it because then i feel like i can't like it see that's what that's the skill i'm talking about is getting past that and not caring yeah but if everyone's telling you that you don't like something it's not like you're you can't tell me that you feel motivated to want to confidently still say well i still love it if they're telling you all these problems with it. Well, you don't have to. You just let it die where it's at. If they I mean, I do compl- let it die. If, if they want to keep complaining about it, but you don't have to let it ruin that thing for you just because it's ruined for them. I see what you're saying. I'm just saying if I really loved a movie that every time someone said, what's your favorite movie? And I said, signs. And then they say, well, that's re- religious propaganda. Every time I bring it up. I'm not going to say it's my favorite movie anymore. Yeah, but that's been one person that's brought it up, and you just know not to bring it up with that person again. I know. I'm just saying, if there's a more popular movie than Signs that has a very common reaction to it, mm-hmm. that's where like I get annoyed. What something that this something that this effort that we're doing with this podcast will help you with too is getting a lot more movies under your um, under your like you know, into your mind, Mm -hmm. you can ask them what their favorite movie is. And then the more movies we watch, the higher chances are that you've seen it and you can shit on their movie. (laughs) I mean, people do have like stupid movie choices, but it's all relative because it's like, I think it's stupid, but they love it. It's completely subjective. But I mean, I'm just way too impacted by other people's opinions. Like movies can be objectively terrible, but subjectively like just loved you know what i mean yeah by other people the problem with your advice is you think that it's easy to just stop caring and it's not right but i didn't say just do it i said work on it how by like consciously reminding yourself (laughs) that it doesn't matter what that person thinks i try i still get mad though so like if you are are you like if you're to watch this again is that all you're going to think about is man this religious propaganda no is it really ruined well, I didn't really like this movie anyway. <laughs> I just, I, I was just trying to use it as, as an example. I'm but also using it sure. as an example. <laughs> no, yeah, I would, I mean, the example I always use is I really love the movie The Blind Side. Mm-hmm. And every time I watch that movie, um, someone told me that it's like the white savior complex once. And I, oh no, sorry, wrong movie wrong movie remember the titans which i've brought up on the podcast before is one of my favorite movies and i mean that critique someone be... brought it up that it's the white savior complex and i feel very strongly that it's not no blindside would fit that yes more than blindside does that's why i got it mixed up that, that would fit that more than remember the titans would blindside yes because it's like white family black son whatever i get it i get where you're coming from mm-hmm. remember the titans no it is not what the movie's right. about right so now anything, every time I, if anything, it's Black Savior because all the black kids come in and then they start kicking ass, and the coach is like the fight for change, and he's the one making all the changes, making everything good. Yeah, I like the the argument is against um, 
the white coach, Coach Yost, people are like, well, he's trying to have a white savior complex because he's only he's rough on the white players, but he's not rough on the the black players. And they do mention that in the film, like Coach Boone goes up to Coach Yost and he's like, you're not helping the black players. You're you're crippling them by like babying them. But the like they specifically. Like it's specifically mentioned, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's yeah. not. If it's it was clear, a white savior, clear, it'd be unintentional, right? It's clear that they're called. They're doing it on purpose, right? To, to like to ba- make a like, point. Like when, like when we were talking about Tropic Thunder and Robert Downey Jr. doing blackface. That's just, yeah, that's not really blackface, right? So anyway, that one, that with that movie, yes, I do think about that critique every time I watch it, and then I get enraged. But that one, yeah, I but feel confident in that it's wrong. Or, well, like, in my opinion, like, it doesn't, it, I know that it's wrong, but I do think about it every time mm-hmm. that I watch it. So I'm just saying, like, sometimes I think I just need to not talk about movies with people because... For sure, there's certain people that you just can't. Yeah, for sure. 100%. But it's hard because sometimes I do really like people's opinions, mm-hmm. and then other times they say stuff and I'm like, I shouldn't have asked. Yeah. I don't care what you think. And there's there's people, too, that, like, and I'm sure you know people like this as well, that you'll talk to them... You'll be talking to them about something. Doesn't even have to be movies. It could be anything. Yeah. But then, like you, you start, you bring something up, and then not only do they either completely disagree, they might, they like might completely disagree, mm-hmm. and then they never let you get a word in, like until they're com- like completely done with their thought. And then by the time they're done with the thought, they're like, they can sometimes be like, "Oh, let's just move on." It's like, what do you... Yeah, it's like, you got to get your piece, but I don't get to get mine, you bitch. (laughs) No, that's really annoying. That makes me feel better that you get annoyed with that, too, because... Uh, I think everybody does. Everybody has, has... Everybody has somebody that, like, triggers that. Right, but I do think there's some people who, like constantly are dominating the conversation, Mm -hmm. and so they probably don't experience it as much. And honestly... I'm not going to say who because I'm not going to put them on blast on the <laughs> podcast, but someone we both know um, will do that. Like if anything we're talking about, we'll say, you know, like we'll we'll start talking about something. And as soon as it gets controversial, they're like, yeah, well, I think this and I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden they got their point out and now <laughs> they don't want to talk about it anymore. gosh that's so infuriating if you do that and you're listening stop doing it because it's so annoying then just say from the beginning i don't want to talk about it Mm -hmm. you don't get to give your opinion and then not listen to mine okay (laughs) but anyway back to this religious propaganda yeah whatever i mean it's i don't think it's religious propaganda who cares i liked the story with the miracles i thought that i would probably react the same way it makes sense you lose your faith because something bad happens to you but then something good happens to you so you get the faith back right and it's and two like at the same time there's part there's parts too where it brings up the idea that like people only really go to religion in times of like fear like the girl at the pharmacy. Yeah. She's like she like everyone wants to talk to him because he used to be the reverend right. in town and now that all these this alien shit's happening, they keep wanting to go to him. Well, not everybody, but I mean she does for sure. Right. That's her whole thing, but I mean obviously the police officer is his friend. They're like friend like, you know, it's not like they're Right. But No, yeah. I mean I mean for yeah, for sure there's like religion is like a huge factor in this movie for sure but but it's 
I don't, I mean, I don't think it's the point. It's, it's kind of like a character. No, it's kind of it's like, like a character. A, it's like yeah, a character in the movie. It's not that big of a, a plot. I mean, cause like really the only person that experiences any of that within the family is, uh, Mel Gibson's character that I always forget his name because they don't really Graham. say his name that much. Yeah, no, they don't. <laughs> they and then and if they do, they like it was just the woman at the pharmacy saying "father." Yeah, yeah, that's what ever pretty much everyone called him except people within the family and people within the family. It's dad, and I'm pretty sure <laughs> Meryl. The only time he's talking and it's and he's not talking to the army recruiter. He's obviously only talking to so he's not, to, to yeah. either. Mel Gibson or the police officer, and they don't need to call it. They don't need to say names, right? You know, right. I don't say Carla every time I say something <laughs> to you. We could just call him Mel Gibson. Yeah. Um, I. Oh my god! I was gonna say something. I forgot. Oh, I mean, obviously, like now with how good movie effects are, you could easily poke fun at like how the aliens look. Mm-hmm. But I do think for the time, they they don't they don't look bad. I mean. It it looks what I would picture like two thousand two alien to look like. Right. I mean and even then, like how like air quotes right now, real can you even make an alien look in CG? Well, you know what I mean? We don't really know what aliens look like. So it's like it's just a guess. Right. And <laughs> so like when it comes it doesn't need to be like like photo real, hyper realistic looking because there's no point of reference for us to go with. Yeah. So I yeah, it's and plus, I can't imagine this movie having that large of a budget. Right. <laughs> 72 million, it's estimated. Yeah. I mean, th- I didn't think that, like, again, like, the edited Alien wasn't that bad. Like, it looked mm-hmm. pretty good. When, for I, was a, when what... I was a kid watching this, the part when they're, the, the Alien scared the living shit out of me in the part where they're, the film at the filming, the the birthday party. Oh, Yeah. That's and, exactly what my coworker said today. He goes, that, that scene was terrifying. Well, and I, and I was thinking about it today, and I think I know why. Okay. I think I know why. Uh, at the time... It, like, looks at them. It's creepy. At the time, I was, obviously, like I said, I was pretty young. I think part of why it's so scary is you see it, and then immediately you see uh, Meryl's reaction. Where It's Meryl, right? Yeah, I'm, the brother. Yeah, okay. Because I always, for some reason, I, that always trips me up. But, um... Immediately after it show after it shows the alien crossing by, it the camera cuts to him and he's f- like freaking out. Right after seeing it, like he's shaking and screaming. <laughs> and, oh, I'm backing up to the back of the closet. So there's an extra signal there that tells you you should be afraid of what you just like sure. what you saw. And I think that plays into part of why it was so terrifying. Yeah, it also is like it walks by like looking intimidating. Yeah, and like looks at them and then just keeps going. And it's like. What in the what? Mm-hmm. I thought what was scarier was when Bo says, like, there's a monster outside my window. And then up on Meryl's roof. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and it just jumps up and it's like, boom. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. And I realized I can watch a horror movie if we put it on mute. <laughs> because if we put it on mute, there's no audio. I'm keys. not scared because it's the jump scare is not a jump scare without the sound. Yeah. So if you just watch. Like, even if stuff look like it, it may like look scary visually, yes, 
mm-hmm. for sure. But I realize that it's more the sound. It's a, that combi- it's a combination me. of everything, right? Like the video on its own, not that bad. The audio on its own, not that bad. It's when it's paired together that it. Yes, like, but I would say response. the like a jump, like a sudden rise in music and an audio probably would scare me more than visual alone. Does that make sense? Yeah. I guess it depends. It, uh, it would all depend on context, too. Like, right. But I'm just saying, like, that, like, yeah, yeah. is, like, what, what gets me, like, oh, God. Yep. So that was that was the, probably the scariest to me. And then he, like, freaks out, too, in that clip. He's like, oh, my God. So, yeah, that was weird. I also thought with Bo, with the whole, like, she was afraid, or she had that thing, of, yeah, about, like, dirty water. I thought that was going to, I mean... I'll just finish my thought. Mm-hmm. I thought that was going to be a clue as to like somehow she was like connected with the aliens more somehow. That was going to mm-hmm. be like a clue. I know it ended up being a clue with them, the water being toxic, but I'm just saying that I I, I thought it was going to go a different direction. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like, oh, she thinks it's dirty because like the aliens have been drinking out of it or something. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Or like her saying there's a monster outside her window. Do you think she really like she saw that alien? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then because she comes down, he, he I used to do that when I was younger. Like I would go down to my parents room and I'd be like, can you get me some more water? And they'd be like, what's wrong with the water like from bedtime? And I'm like, it's like warm and gross. And then they'd be like, can't you go get the water yourself? Because I have to walk past the kitchen to get to their room. And I said, no, I'm scared. <laughs> because in my defense, at night, there's just dark shapes everywhere. I don't know if it's a person. <laughs> so if someone's with me, then they can defend me. It was the mindset. So mm. I related to Bo <laughs> as a wee little lad. I think to... Uh, I think to another uh, a reason why I like this movie a lot is because I like the topic. This was her film debut, by the way. Oh, okay, nice. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's good. I uh, just in general, the idea of this kind of thing is neat. Like, it's one of those things that like you want. You kind of like. I'm not saying you, you. I'm saying you as general people who enjoy the topic. Yeah, it's something that you want to be real, sort of, to a certain extent. Um. So it's it's one of those things where it kind of that that's another reason piled on to why I like it is just because this kind of stuff is interesting to me. Right. So like aliens. Right. And not that this is not that I by any means think this is the, you know, the blueprint for how it works or anything like that. But like there's just there's little like there's just tiny little like one thing specifically I think of when I think of the UFO and the alien topic. Um that like it's one of those things where you really want to see it see something but there's two problems with that if you see something are you sure you were seeing what you thought you were seeing mm-hmm. and then two so what <laughs> like if i told you that last night while i was you know walking right. Odie in the evening i looked up and i saw something up there that story sucks right like unless you're really into it and you can like you know there's obviously there's obviously uh 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 caveats to that but like my i'm i don't and i i'm kind of i'll be paraphrasing a paraphrase story 
and I could be remembering it wrong, but I'm going to do, it's a really short story, so it's not a big deal. But my mom was, my mom had told me at one point a story of something that she doesn't, uh, if I recall correctly, her, the way she said, uh, her and her coworker saw something that they didn't know what it was and it freaked them out. Okay. But like they couldn't, like she, like uh, other than saying that, she couldn't really elaborate on it. Mm-hmm. But she, when she used to work uh, second shift, so like, you know, we work in the evening and get done really late mm-hmm. at night um at a at a factory um her and her and one of her coworkers were like out in the parking lot like talking to each other after work and they both like they were talking and then they their eyes kind of both went up to the same spot and they saw so they both saw something and they just kind of trailed like they stopped talking and were just staring at it for a, a moment or two and then they both just kind of stopped, looked at each other, and said, "Yep, time. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow, or whatever it was." And like in and the they, sky, right? And then oh. they went to their cars, and like, okay, it was kind of like, a, "What the fuck's that?" Uh, <laughs> okay, let's uh, see you tomorrow. <laughs> and then like, well, that's weird. And again, I could be getting the story wrong, but I'm, but like moments like that, like I would love to have a moment like that, where even if it's something completely, <laughs> if it's something completely explainable in some way or another. Like, to, like, just see it, not, like, I would prefer to even not look into it, just, just like, not know what it is, and then just go on. Just yeah. Just have that. Just, I think it would be interesting. Well, so, the hard-hitting question, do you believe in aliens, yes or no? Uh, So, yes, but not necessarily in the sense that they've been here or anything. Yeah. I asked my roommate who I was watching the movie with last night. Like we were talking about that, and she said no, she doesn't believe in aliens. Like at all? She just said no. She didn't really elaborate. And then she asked me if I did, and then I said yes. And I said just because I do think that there has to be some other life form in this world universe. Universe, thank you. I was like, not on like Earth, mm-hmm. but like the universe is so big. Right. There's got to be some other life form and that would be an alien to us. Right. And so I was like, and maybe not the textbook, like green, right. weird shaped thingy, but like some different life form has right. got to be out there. And she was like, okay. And I did listen to a podcast where they were talking about this because they were saying like, uh, they were like debating on the podcast if we shouldn't like invest in like alien research or something (laughs) like should the u.s government be Mm -hmm. searching for like other signs of life whatever and then the one girl was like i just don't understand why we don't why we care and then um the other girl was like well like what if we need to know about like how to get on another planet or whatever and then the girl said i just don't know why people speculate and care about aliens until they come down to earth. I don't care. <laughs> well, see, that's that's why. Like that, that I would say that's why uh, some people would want to research it because they don't want it to be an instance where, yeah. what the hell is this coming out coming at us from yeah. there? Like, and I would agree. I would be thankful if we had some people who knew some stuff. Right, and it's not like <laughs> it's not like anyone's expecting like there to be like this humongous like multi-trillion dollar investment into yeah. you know it's there's people and for sure there's there's for sure there's people in the government looking into this stuff yeah just I mean, not it was, in not at scale probably but and probably not like publicly well but, well recently with the whole uap stuff happening like 
unidentified aerial phenomenon. Okay. It's a, the new word for UFO. Well, okay. It's a little less, a little less sticky, <laughs> I guess. Uh, what did UFO stand for? Uh, unidentified flying object. I'm shook. Okay, okay. go ahead. Anyway. <laughs> Wait, so, what was the other one again? Sorry. UAP, unidentified aerial phenomena. That's just so much more fancy for no reason. Okay, go ahead. But, well, I think part of it was to get away from the UFO stigma, like, so they could actually look into stuff. Because, like, people, would, yeah, people won't vote it. for a UFO, but they might vote for UAP. Because and I they don't think, know what UAP is. Well, UFO is so attached to... Green, like little green aliens yeah whereas uap is just anything up in the air that we don't know what it is it doesn't have it could be something from another country it could be whatever like that's oh the, like those one things like what one things there were those things. oh the chinese balloon yeah yeah, yeah. stuff like well that wouldn't be one because oh. we knew exactly what it was but at first we didn't no we knew exactly the what the balloon we knew exactly what that first chinese balloon was like anyone with a sizable magnifying like telescope or, or like like could go see it <laughs> okay. and see the chinese writing on it and see that it was a chinese balloon what was that by the way oh it was i i think the idea is i think it was some sort of chinese re- reconnaissance balloon that like people just kind of like ignored until like it cuz there's certain i don't know if it's something that I don't know if this is necessarily applicable to that, but the idea is, I think, or what was going on was we have all these sensors and things pointed up looking for stuff, Mm -hmm. but we have them looking for very specific things. So like our, like airplanes on flight paths. Yeah. Like, I don't, I can't, I don't know exactly what else, but I'll just for sake of this conversation, I'll say that's it. Like, basically just looking for the airplanes that we know are in the sky. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. So then, like, the idea with this UAP thing is there's all these military people, like, Navy people, Air Force people, that are, like, reporting these sightings, these near-miss collisions and mm-hmm. stuff with all this stuff that we have no idea what the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. So they started, like, when once they realized that they can, they turn on these sensors to start picking up extra shit, mm-hmm. like, these, like occurrences were being found a lot more often i'm not saying like every day Mm -hmm. necessarily i think there's some stories where allegedly stuff was popping up every day Mm -hmm. in the same kind of places but so what it what it's become is it's become less about you know finding the alien ship and more about let's make sure that we don't have any jets that fly into one of these things and blow up sure so it's like that's the kind of angle they've taken into like the invest publicly about like with the investigation and that's been all within the last year. There's been a huge blow up of this kind of stuff. Yeah. Because there's been, you know, cell phone videos from from pilots and mm-hmm. like with certain podcasts in the last few years, they've had, you know, high ranking officials and, and officers in the military basically telling their experiences. Yeah. So like there's been a much, much more of an effort into actually looking into them and investigating what the fuck was going on. Yeah. And like just the other day I saw a story where... I, I'll admit I didn't read it, but the tag, well, I mean, the tagline, the tagline was that, I don't know if it was from NASA or another organization that was looking into this stuff. They said that, um, like only, only five, it was like 5% of unidentified objects that are reported. Only 5% of them are actually unidentifiable. Mm. So like of the hundreds or thousands, however many are coming in. Mm-hmm. 95% of them can easily be explained. Mm-hmm. It's the 5% that like they focus on. Yeah. But. I feel like 
point is is that investing in that stuff is important but i feel like you like you said like conspiracy stuff has like ruined the credibility of those things and low-key i mean you could argue i'm not saying i would agree with this but you could argue that like movies like this don't help your case because they make it almost seem like not a joke but like a movie like fake right yeah Um, it's one of those things where like right excuse me excuse me it's one of those things where uh the idea of like yeah it's stuff that you read in fiction it's not stuff that actually happens like that's like the yeah yeah but i do i think i do agree that there has to like i actually i don't want to be mean because if people don't believe in them but i just i feel like it's naive to not even think that there's a possibility i think i think it all has to do with one's perspective of the universe in general and its creation but it's it's kind of like and this is gonna be a hot take but like it's similar to like any form of religion it's like I don't know how people like don't believe that there couldn't be literally anything beyond like death. Like that just it's it seems crazy to not eat like it. I'm not saying you have to be like and there's heaven mm-hmm. and there's hell. Just like not to think that there's like something is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's it's <laughs> it's it's for sure. It's one of those things that it just like usually one a, a certain belief in like implies certain other beliefs yeah so so like if you like if you are someone who doesn't necessarily subscribe to the idea of the big big bang and you know the unlimited you know the infinite expansion of the universe Mm -hmm. like if you don't believe that being what happens Mm -hmm. then you probably are less likely to believe that there's other life out there right yeah the big bang if you think about it like the big bang does sound kind of ridiculous i mean like i i do trust science i'm just saying like when you think about the concept it mm-hmm. sounds kind of ridiculous but yeah i mean so does and i think it's, one person creating earth it's one of those things it's one of those things too that like is like you can it's only really something that's the i don't think and i, I could be i just could be either lacking information or whatever but it's it's one thing that you can't exactly prove with what we have available to us right now you can't exactly prove one way or the other what happened Mm -hmm. there is some kind of belief systems in play Mm -hmm. but like if again if you like with the idea of the big bang and the again the infinite expansion of the universe like the idea of infinity Mm -hmm. like no, it's kind of insane. It's like infinite. If it's infinite, that means there's infinite possibilities of every possible scenario anyone could ever think of happening somewhere. Yeah. Right. So there's another version of us where you're wearing a blue shirt and I'm wearing a green shirt, having the same exact conversation. <laughs> We're both wearing red shirts. Um, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Am I so, wearing blue? Okay, sorry, guys. There's like a version of this that's happening exactly like this. Sure. Except the colors of our shirts are different. Otherwise, yeah. everything else is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Somewhere way out there. Like, that's the, like, that's like parallel universes? Well, no, not necessarily. Just like within our own universe, with its, like, again, like just the idea of infinity, like, sure. infinite. 
So like never ending possibilities. Yeah. That somewhere a lot out there, either this already maybe it already did happen, maybe it hasn't happened yet, maybe it's mm-hmm. happening right now. Whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like that's just too complex for my brain. I can't. Yeah, I mean, and it's again, it's a it's not obviously anything we can prove. So it was like the whole thing with um Like when we were talking about time travel, where it was just like too much for my brain, where I was like, I just can't like comprehend. Yeah, like something like something like this, something like that with the the whole universe thing. You don't really have to. Yeah. Like like, because you you can't really wrap your head around it completely. Mm -hmm. Like you can wrap your head around certain concepts of it. But in general, I think just the idea of it, like it's so hard to. It's so hard to just visualize or like think about i guess yeah now for sure but um um i feel like i had something else that i did want to talk about but now i can't remember (laughs) um oh so in the beginning of the movie when the dog's like acting strange or whatever Mm -hmm. um and like it's implied that like the dog tried to attack them and Mm -hmm. then he i thought that he killed the dog. He did. There's two dogs. Oh, there was two. Okay. Yep. I couldn't... I thought they only had one. So I was like, how did, like, stabbing it with the wooden stake or whatever he stabbed it with it did like not a, kill the dog? It was dog. like a sausage fork for, like, grilling. Oh, that's what it was? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um. Okay, so that was another dog. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then that was horrible when the aliens were trying to break in and they're like... They killed the dog. Yeah, you, like, you're like, they're like, oh, like, Isabel, the dog, will like mm-hmm. let us know and then all of a sudden it's just like yep. <laughs> and just no more it's like fuck man um yeah that scene i don't know like i liked the intensity of like the them trying to defend from the break-in like that was good um oh god no, that's it's funny it's funny that you bring that up because i would have forgot to bring it up or forgot to talk about it when you, when you look at the job they did on boarding up the house it's so bad Oh, yeah, they didn't board the house up very well. It makes no sense. They put boards up in the doorway when the door opens up the opposite direction. So, like... Oh. (laughs) So, if if you're on the outside, if you're on the outside and the door opens in, and you board up the outside, you you can go up, pull the door open, and then just push the boards out. Right, right, yeah. (laughs) So, they they did that in a couple spots. Like a couple of the places the doors were boarded up that way. But I think I think the idea is that they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. I think that's the idea. Cause like just like when just like when they think it's the neighbor kids or whatever and they do the whole like mm-hmm. he's like, What do you mean like what do you mean cursing stuff? What do you mean? Like you, I don't know, run around at crazy. At yeah. crazy, what does that mean? And I they just kind of they're goofballs. They're kind of I don't know why to begin with they didn't take the food go into the basement and just board the fuck out of the basement door. I think it was one of the things where they were kind of hoping they were kind of hoping it would just work. I know. And they wanted to just seemed right. like it's um have you seen Spiderwick Chronicles? Um uh, I not enough to remember it. Okay, well it's kind of similar vibes at the end like instead of aliens goblins Mm -hmm. and they get like attacked by the goblins and they like try to defend their house but instead of like boarding their house i mean they might board the house i can't remember but they like set a bunch of like booby traps Mm -hmm. 
because I think they're alert. They're like the goblins are like toxic to like tomato sauce or something and baking soda or whatever. And so they rig all these traps to like explode. I guess they didn't know what to leave traps like they didn't know that the water was bad, obviously. Mm -hmm. But they could have had some sort of like. Like, did they even have any weapons? I don't think I, I don't <laughs> think the idea was supposed to be final stand. I think the the point was, um, we're just gonna spend the rest of this time together, and like like we like with the la the whole idea of the last meal. Like, I think they weren't expecting to make it out. Yeah, and the idea was just to kind of like be as comfortable as they can for as long as they can. Yeah, well, and it was. That that scene was rough when he's like, give me something to block the door. And then he hits the light bulb with the axe. Yeah. That was a good, I liked that. Not that it's like a plot twist, but I thought that was a good element to add. Right. Um, instead of being like, the light switch isn't working. Uh, that's uh, that's another part in, that they make fun of in uh, Scary Movie 3. Oh, God. It's like, he's like, oh, shit, what did he say? He's like, quick, let's uh, wedge something up against the door. And he comes in with this huge, like, this huge, like, piece of wood. And he goes to slam it against the door and he hits him right in the crotch. Oh. And then he, he's a, and then they're, they're, he, like, asks for something else and he hands him, like, a statue of, like, a, it's just, it's so stupid. It's so, but it's so funny that whole scene. <laughs> that, and, now uh, I want to watch Scary Movie 3. Yeah, in my opinion, that's where they, that's after that they fall off. But the first three. How I many remember, are there? There's like, I think there's four or five. I think five. I, I don't think I ever saw Wait, five. This is a perfect opportunity for me to test if you, do you know what a Mandela effect is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm testing to see if you have one. Scary movie two? I don't know. I haven't seen it. So you'll know if I'm talking about two or three. There's a guy with like a little weird hand. Yep, two. And um, there's a person who's like hanging from the balcony mm -hmm. and he's like trying to save them. Mm -hmm. Do you remember it well enough where he's like offering to help him? What does he say? Something about something about his. I know what you're. I know what you're talking about, and I, I know the the thought behind this movie, and I don't remember exactly what he says. But like my, it's something about taking a strong. Like the idea is taking a strong hand. Yeah. But it. But it's something different, isn't it? Well, what do you? If you, I think just, it's strong hand. He says, he says, like, take my strong hand. Yeah. Okay. So the Mandela effect is that everybody that thinks is, it happened. It is. Everyone thinks what you just said that yeah. it's take my strong hand, but he really says like, take my little hand. My other hand isn't strong enough. And so, you, not that, like, you you got it right. I'm just saying that mm -hmm. that's the Mandela effect that I heard. But you would know because you know scary movies. But right. I didn't know them. I didn't get it. Yeah. But apparently everyone remembers it as, take my strong hand. Yeah. But he doesn't say that. But that's right. so ridiculous. <laughs> oh, God. That movie's funny. But I'll have to watch the rest of the scary movies. The first one was... You should. Fine. I know you. You would. You're gonna say no. Oh God! <laughs> but you should watch. Consider watching The Ring before you. Watch I've Scary heard Movie that 3. that's like literally terrifying. It's pretty freaky for sure. Like someone said, it gave them like nightmares, and they're like forty. It's it's pretty freaky. Okay, that, but that doesn't mean anything because <laughs> some people will just. Yeah, but how are you ever going to get past that? The people who I never, no, I'm listen, never going no, to get past. See, that's the problem. That's the problem. The people who stay that way till they're forty never try to solve the problem. Colton, 
I try, okay, but I'm get haunted. So like, what do you want but, from like, me? When's the last time? Like, what's the last scary movie that you remember it giving you problems? Get out. Okay, when's the last time you had a problem related to Get Out? A month ago. And that was much closer. Like, when did we watch that movie? Like two months ago, three months ago. Are it was, you are you messing with? Wasn't me? it after we started the podcast? Or was no. it just before? Oh. Get out was in your old so what, apartment. So what was the what was the problem with like what what was the thing that flashed up a month ago? <laughs> this is just embarrassing. This, we're we're going through it. The um the scene. Well, there was two, but there's the scene, the visual of the one guy running at the main guy mm-hmm. at in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And then the other visual is of the grandma when he tries to save, well, it's like the grandma and the housekeeper's mm-hmm. body. And she he tries to like save the housekeeper and then she like freaks the fuck out in the car. I like get those visuals in my brain that they're like standing by my bed. Okay, but... It just it does it come and go? Is it just like it's normally like I normally think of something scary almost every time I turn my lights off. So, <laughs> so there's for a while it was um the human centipede was like haunting me. So the solution, like, and you're not gonna you're not gonna buy into it. I just because like but the solution, yes, therapy. it's an exposure thing. Just keep doing, just keep watching and them, and then there's gets, there's so you know, many that they just get scrambled <laughs> up, and then it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, because like, because that does. The, but to be clear, that still does happen. Can happen. Like for me, it's the the. I don't remember the name of the monster, but it's like the red demon from the first Insidious movie. Mm-hmm. Like that will sometimes will like freak me out. I'm going to look it up. I, I just think, like, I'm a very visual person. Mm-hmm. So, like, and I think a lot. So, it's just really, oh, I've seen this face from Insidious. Yeah. Um, like, it just, this. Yeah, yeah. And uh, more specifically, this still gets me. Oh, God. I'm scared. I can't tell if the like... Oh, ew! Yeah, yeah, that's that terrifying. gets me. So I'm showing uh, we're 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 showing each other photos. Obviously, this is an audio podcast. Yeah. It's the scene in Insidious when the Shadow Man is like in the in the corner of the room, uh, standing kind of next to the kid's bed. Well, like, cause, oh gosh, sorry. No, th- I'm just saying <laughs> that part sometimes pops into my yeah. head when I'm laying in bed. Yeah, I'll like I'll see the corner there. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be like, huh, okay, and I'll just try to. Like think about something else and like it's so freaky. I'm not yeah. saying I'm not saying it's It'll, something that ever goes away completely. Uh, yeah. The thing is, is that why do they always have to put that in horror movies that there's like a monster like under the bed or in the child's room? Because I'm tale, only scared in my bedroom tale at night. As old as time. I know, but like that's the reason I don't get scared if I watch a movie during the day. Like mm-hmm. that's fine. I'm not scared at any other point in my life other than when I go to sleep at night and I think there's a monster under my bed or there's a monster outside my window. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I know that's stupid, but it just, my brain's going. I mean, even at a certain, at a certain level too, regardless, I mean, I'm for sure there's plenty of people who just don't give a fuck, but <laughs> there's plenty, there's tons of people out there who don't want to sleep with their feet uncovered. Oh my God. Because it's kind of, because it's kind of Do you of sleep freaky. with your feet uncovered? Only when I'm really sweaty. Yeah. No, that's weird. <laughs> But like that, I mean, that's kind of one I of those things that tucked. stems from that. Right. But anyway, my point is that never really fully goes away. Mm-hmm. 
And I think the exposure therapy, I'm air quoting, but of just watching more of them, watching more of them, it I'm doesn't trying. make it worse. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. You're giving we, me the task. We could watch. We could watch the ring here sometime. We're gonna watch. Nope, and that's gonna be scary enough. It it won't be. If if <laughs> if this if this like if I would say nope would have the same scary effect as this movie. I mean, there were spooky moments for sure. Right, but but just it's that not gonna spooky, haunt me in my sleep. Spooky, no, right. yeah, but it's like I'm getting better. I told you this. I'm getting better at like. <laughs> murder horror which is weird but like i don't really mind like blood as much Mm -hmm. or if there's like a serial killer like that's not as like scary Mm -hmm. it's like the subtle stuff that's more scary like if a person just like looks at you and smiles but in like a creepy way that's almost like more scary than like a murderer stabbing someone this is going to sound really stupid because depending on how you one would take it would make it sound stupid it's more unnatural unnatural the idea of somebody killing somebody it's unnatural for sure Mm -hmm. but when you're seeing it when you're seeing it play out in a movie Mm -hmm. like well you're like expecting it normally you're one you're expecting it but two like that's kind of how it would play out and that's kind of the idea of it that you already have in your head Right. I think the unsettling stuff is are the things that go against that, like what you like subconsciously expect, mm-hmm. right? Because like the the creepy grins, the creepy smiles, like I think part of the reason, and and I'm kind of I'm kind of walking myself into a corner that I'm not sure like <laughs> if I can get out, but um, it's just one of those things where it's it's. Kind of similar to the idea of the Uncanny Valley, which I think we briefly talked about last week. Uh, maybe, I don't know. But it's one of those things where it's just, it's unsettling. It's not, it's unsettling and it's more, and it, that's usually why it's there, right? Yeah. Like, usually any kind of, like, violence is usually for shock factor. Mm-hmm. Not un- I mean, it can be unsettling in the right mm-hmm. delivery, but... Anyway, I think you get what I'm saying. So. Yeah, I'm working on it. I mean, I would have not watched this movie and probably would have thought it was scary like a few years ago. So, like, I am getting better. It just takes time. Right. I you don't. Just, you I definitely keep... don't like seeing them in theaters. Yeah, it's um, one of the, sometimes. Sometimes I do. Like sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do, and sometimes I don't. The last horror movie I saw in theaters was Slenderman, and never again. I mean, technically, you saw Scream. Oh, that's true. That didn't. But again, it that that that's not scary anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I I don't know. Like the weirdly, what's the most unsettling to me about the Scream movies is the way the person in the mask runs. Oh, because they always run like super fucking fast, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like that's more like the unsettling part. Weirdly, rather than like the stabbing. I think something too to keep it something too to keep in mind when you're watching a scary movie. If you have to, if you like, you know, squint your eyes so you you're not getting full blast. <laughs> like it's not a big deal. At least you're there trying to watch it. And because usually if you do that, once you get accustomed to what's happening and you're kind of caught on to what's going on, and you start watching it anyway. Then you know if you watch it, like if you end up watching it again later or something. Have you seen The Descent? Yeah. That's my, a creepy one. My friend really wants me to watch that. And I said, like, I'm only going to watch it if it's daylight. 
Yeah, that one's about some girls spelunking in a cave, and there's like monsters down there. Fantastic. Yeah. I think it gets scary because I think it could be real, which is stupid, but like I always think there's in, like demons. Well, in, in that <laughs> scenario, you would never find yourself in that scenario. Like in a cave? Going rock spelunking down in a cave with your friends, like without like a professional some guide. Some people and, might. Yeah, but you. Oh, yeah, I know. But like the fact that they could exist. What if I fall into a cave? You're not just going to fall into a cave. <laughs> I'm just saying, okay? My brain is paranoid. Is that, if you're not picking up on that throughout this conversation, then you're See, not paying attention. it's one of those things where, you, regardless if you appreciate it or want it to happen or not, the idea is, I'm, I'm trying to just hammer at the idea that you get over this stuff. And if I you, mean, I don't believe you, can, you, but I'll try. If you can point, if you can, if you can point out to like the the ridiculous nature of yeah, that, it helps if people like make fun of it while you're watching it. That makes it less scary. Yeah, but like you can you can kind of do that on your own, right? Going in and coming out, like those are the kinds of things that you can start to point out to yourself, and you start to anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like again, something like this, like. You don't have to worry. Like, I'm just using this as an example because it's what we watched. Yeah. Like, you're you're not going to be worried about an alien coming into your, you know, <laughs> down your coal chute and, like, grabbing you from the thing or. Probably not, yeah. Um, Do we have anything else more we want to say about the movie? Um, I feel like this. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> this is a very unfocused conversation. Well, I mean, sorry, listeners. I mean, that's kind of the that's kind of the idea, right? Is like this, like again, like we bring I I we bring this up repeatedly, but if obviously each one of these things kind of stands on their own. No, but, I know. I just I feel like very lackluster today in my con- contributions to this conversation. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's okay. You can't be on every time. Yeah. But I don't really have much more to say about the movie. I mean, it, like overall, it was like fine. Mm-hmm. Like it, I don't. It's not, not, I don't like regret watching it. I would not watch it again. Mm-hmm. So no. it's not like I feel like I wasted my time. Yeah. This is kind of one of those, like, one of those, like, comfort picks for me where, like, if I'm just chilling and I want something on, I'll put this on. Yeah. And I can see, like, I get it. If, especially if you watched it when you were younger. Like, I almost, sorry, I almost really want to watch, um, like, there's a Nicolas Cage movie that I watched when I was younger that I thought was so scary. And I almost want to rewatch it just to see if it was as scary as I thought it was. Knowing, I think it was called. Oh, yeah, it's not going to be. Yeah, but I thought it was so terrifying as a kid. And then I was like explaining the plot to someone today and I was like, wait, that's actually really stupid. <laughs> so I need to rewatch that one and see if it's just as scary. But yeah, it was fine. But we're going to keep in theme with this alien. Right drama right that was the wrong word alien theme because next week is going to be our 10th season two finale we're air quoting season two 10th episode yeah which is our like big moment right for the season so in in this i would say for this i get we're air quotes around everything the structure is whatever we decide to do with it but all right this season two like episode 10 is a little bit more of a finale than the last one was 
because this time it's all everything's been leading to nope. That's because true. we decided a handful of episodes back, like if this shit doesn't get picked, we're doing it. Yeah. So whereas the other one we still spun and it that it was still played out naturally right. that way. But we're picking this time and Yeah. So <laughs> sorry, I was gonna say something else, but no, that's good. Um I'm excited for the next one. I mean I'm excited to watch Nope, but I'm also slightly scared. I would be I would focus on the excited to watch it, not scared, because it's not it's not a scary movie. Yeah, I'm just interested to see. Like I don't I don't know anything about it. So yeah. I'm like well, I don't even Good. know what the plot is at all. I just know it's my my girl Kiki Palmer mm-hmm. and the same guy from Get Out, whatever yeah. his name is. Um and Jordan Peele. So director. This week or when we're re- we're recording this now on a Thursday, we usually record on Tuesdays. And just some stuff came up and we didn't record on Tuesday and we were going to push or we were considering pushing next week. Mm -hmm. But the reason why I would like, if it wasn't like I was pushing, kind of put trying to push to not do that. Yeah, I could tell because I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to put off watching (laughs) Nope anymore because when it came out on, when it came out on physical, like in on Blu-ray, you bought it, I bought it. And this was just, it was, it was a little before, quite a bit before, actually, I, I bought my new TV and then yep. I knew I was going to be buying it. I'm like, I'll just wait and I'll watch it. Yeah. Watch it on the new TV. Oh and yeah. I remember. So I've been waiting. You're to very watch excited this. about your sound system. Well, no, the t- <laughs> more the TV than the sound system because the sound system's incomplete. Oh, more, more about the TV. Well, part of it was you were excited about the sound system. Well, I mean, not necessarily for this movie, but that was just an additive thing. It's more the tv because at the at the point at the at that point the sound system the sound system is pretty much what it was now than it is now what it was then other than the yeah. center channel speaker but so it's definitely more the 4k tv stuff because i had been putting off getting that for too long but so we're watching that movie together when we normally watch movies mm-hmm. by ourselves so i'm really gonna have to just only write notes and not try to say stuff out loud so here's another thought i had we could get together and watch it we don't need a pod that night mm-hmm. and then we could just get together again and that's true record later because i th- i do think like oh the- wait i was just gonna say we could watch it this weekend but that defeats the whole purpose because <laughs> you want to watch it here uh-huh. go ahead that's so that's like something we or that's something that we did a couple times in the yeah. first chunk. Yeah. And I, and I don't I think the episode suffered for it. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think it's better when we have a little time to think about it and kind, yeah. of, kind of look up some stuff to kind of reaffirm our thoughts. Yeah. A little bit. I hate I one thing I hate that I do in this podcast when we like if I watch the even if I watch two days before, but like typically i watch the day before i like will sleep on it but then i can never remember the character names Mm -hmm. and i get very upset with myself because if i'm talking about a show or a movie that i really like i know the like the the characters so when people are talking and they don't remember i'm like you don't know the name Mm -hmm. like not out loud but in my head i'm thinking like uh obviously it's blah 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 right so i just get mad because i'm like i can as a listener i would be like well who are you talking about so that right. would be nice if we have some time to then... I mean, the actor somewhat helps, but if we don't know the actor, then it can get tricky. But, right. yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I think too, there's... We'll have our... At least, I'm assuming you were also planning on... I know I was planning on having another 
tweener episode after our 10th one oh. for this season to, you know, introduce a new wheel, bring forward any kind of ideas that we have. Yeah. Because I've got a couple ideas that, uh, to bring in, mainly one mainly around the wheel, but I want to yeah. make sure it makes sense in my mind first. But yeah, we can leave that for that episode a bit. Sure. But uh, just uh, as a kind of, just to put the bow on this uh, this movie, we can do our segments quickly. Oh, yeah. Um, for spinoff, kill-off, kill-off I don't think has a place here because I think everything, that's, that's kind of the whole point of the movie, right? The whole miracles, everything happens for a reason kind of thing. Kind of, it plays in, like, the, all the decisions in this movie kind of play into that. Yeah. Character I didn't care about, girl at the pharmacy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that particular part is serving, really, I think the only, it serves two purposes, right? One saying, I think the minor version is, like I said earlier, it's, I think showing that people, people turn to turn to like religion and stuff yeah, in times yeah. of fear but then the other is so they have time for the kid to go get the book a reason for the kid to go get the book yeah yeah and then we do have the we do get the background on Merrill and his you know, semi-pro or right. whatever baseball yeah baseball and, career yeah yep, with a creepy army recruiter <laughs> like the weirdo army recruiter yeah that was that was weird and kind of random but it's you funny. know whatever i think it's just supposed to be goofy yeah like it's this small town in pennsylvania that are like there's an army recruiter there like full time <laughs> like obviously they're gonna stick the weirdo there right yeah i guess granted he looked very decorated he had a lot of a lot of like accolades on his his jacket mm-hmm um oh yeah uh, this this one has a lot of like or a decent number of really just dumb things that mel gibson says here here's my favorite quote is i remembered it now that i'm looking at it but Bo like says the water tastes funny before she gives it to the dog and then he like Morgan's like it does not. It's just tap water. Besides, he licks his butt every day. I don't think he'll mind talking about the dog. I did. I do recall giving a little chuckle when that was. That was just like. There's some parts of the movie where there is comedy, and it almost like is. Not that it doesn't make sense, but you wouldn't expect there to be comedy, and then they throw it in. And you're like, okay, that was random, but funny. Yeah, I think. I mean, just the awkwardness of the family in general. I think was just kind of. Right, they're just small town, small town people. Right, they're just you know just kind of goofballs. Yeah, I For like. Sure. I think I think my part without actually saying the quote, and I'm I'm not gonna look for it to see if it's written anywhere, but is when he's when he goes into the guy's house to check out the pantry. Oh, and he's talking. Like, Open up. <laughs> I'm I'm with the police. I, I'm a policeman. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the he calls the, it a paddy wagon. Ch- <laughs> the chilling part about that scene is like you can see there's something moving in there and then right. it just stops and it's like okay, it had no idea you were there and then you announced yourself. Yeah, like why'd you do that? Yeah. Like he he just looked like a real dummy in that yeah. scene, but I like to your point, it just shoot showed that they didn't know what they were right. doing and then uh 
when they're in the basement later, it's funny. When they lock themselves in the basement and they just kind of, they're just like making noises, like they're just making noise. They're trying to distract us. Oh around. yeah. He said he said uh, something along the lines of, "I don't think we have to worry. Like I don't think you we have to worry about the door mm-hmm. or, or oh, whatever." And he's yeah. like, "Why do you like why do you think that?" He's like, "Well, because they can't figure out how to open a pantry or something like that." Yeah. <laughs> Granted, yeah. I'm pretty sure there was a big shelf in front of the door. There was but, there was stuff in front of the door. Yeah, but even then. Yeah, yeah, that was weird. But anyway, yeah, tis so, all for this one, eh? Yeah, we got nope coming next week. Yeah, we're not we're not gonna you're not gonna hear the hear the wheel this week, everybody. But nope is the pick, so everyone get excited. Watch it before you listen. I feel like this is definitely a recent. Well, it is a recent one, so hopefully more people will be likely to tune in because it's a recent movie. Not that they don't want to watch the old movies. I'm just saying that but, likely that people have seen it i don't know in terms of the last the last two or three movies it's older it's 2002 like the last few we like interstellar or interstellar american sniper like those are 20 those both those are 2014 prisoners was like 20 but nope is last year isn't it oh oh yeah you're saying nope i thought yeah. you were saying this movie no 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 no. i'm sorry talking yeah. about nope being recent not it. this one <laughs> my bad I'm like, what the fuck no about? no no <laughs> That'd yeah be yeah pretty that, bad. i mean I, I honestly though like with some of the movies like obviously not all the movies but a lot of the movies that we've watched are like are kind of on a cycle on streaming services yeah so i think movies like that are probably more likely right like this movie's on hbo yes and- nope or signs Signs. Yeah, signs is. Yeah. And American Sniper wasn't on anything, but Interstellar's no, on rude. Paramount Plus, I think. How can a movie not be is, on any streaming service? At this point, Contact's on HBO, I think. Mm-hmm. I, I, at the time when it released, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if it's on anything at any time when you come across, it's a little. It's, I'm sure people are more likely to watch it than if they have to rent it. For sure. Which it's. Excuse me. To me, it kind of makes sense. I mean, for sure it makes sense if somebody's already paying for something, they'd rather just it be on whatever that is. Yeah, but, for sure. I mean, and honestly, if you don't have a streaming service that something's on that you want to watch, regardless if it has to do with the podcast or not, a lot of times it's cheaper to pay for a month of that streaming service than it is to rent a yeah, movie. Yeah, I'll do that sometimes. So, like... Or I just watch it. Yeah, yeah. You just watch it, yeah. You figure out how to watch it. <laughs> yeah. I uh I had gotten I got like a cease and desist sort of like warning. Did you really? About our Yeah, I wasn't streaming stuff. I was like torrenting. It was I got I don't remember oh here I can actually I can look it up for a second. Well, I'm can, not the one who puts it on there, so I can tell you Well, that doesn't matter. You can still if you like streaming stuff, it's you're not likely to run into stuff. Yeah, this isn't this. Just to be clear, this isn't a we're not endorsement. This it. is not an yeah. endorsement. Yeah. Um, I didn't even know that was a thing until one of my friends told me in middle school. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things where if you really like movies, streaming it, bootleg streaming it, like if you really want to see the movie, sure, or like or need to watch it, sure. But the quality. I was just is gonna say the quality terrible. is always Nine bad. Nine times out of ten, it's terrible. You, 
is <laughs> sorry you were saying that funny um you can't yeah it's definitely like fuzzy mm-hmm. and like it's definitely better quality if you so stream it properly so columbia was that's right it was columbia pictures we got i think it was it was either an i think it was an email got an email from columbia pictures through at the time charter spectrum now but through charter they contacted us saying like hey here's your here's your like first and last warning like stop like pirating our movies illegally or i guess that's a little redundant but or potentially face up it's like upwards to $250,000 yes. fine and like some jail time or something. Yeah, they always have that in the beginning of the movies. Yeah. So, and it was, it was, it's so dumb. It was for the Angelina so Jolie dumb. movie Salt, which fucking sucked. <laughs> so, like, it was for a movie that sucked. Like, I didn't even like the it's movie. It's not even worth it. Right. <laughs> That's but, really funny. <laughs> I mean, nowadays there's VPNs and stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, virtual private network. But, um, that being said, I haven't, uh, I haven't torrented anything since then. Well, good for you. We're, you're a good well, law follower. There's certain times where torrenting things is... Well, torrenting things in general isn't illegal. Like I that's, don't know what that means. So uh, what a torrent... like, And I'll probably butcher this, and I'm sure at some point somebody might come across this and say, like, you're saying it wrong. But <laughs> torrenting is basically... It's like file sharing but everyone carries a little bit of the load. So like you'll have a torrent link, everybody will have the same torrent link and you'll pick a so- pick whatever torrenting software you want. You'll punch that like link or whatever into it and you'll download it. Mm-hmm. And what it's doing is everyone's ho- everyone's hosting it. It's not like it's not like hosted on a server, some random server or it might be, but mm-hmm. uh basically you can open up your torrenting software to help host so what that does is you get little bits and pieces of the files from everywhere so yeah. you can get them a little faster maybe okay. or just like it's it's file sharing. It's like think of it like that every, makes sense. think of it like everybody kind of it's not really like it's kind of like a, everybody sharing a Google Drive yeah, file. Yeah, that's what you're going to say. Sure. But it's not quite it's not quite the same. It's yeah. it's a little different, but Okay. It's T. But like I said, sometimes it's not it's not it's not illegal to do that in in and of itself yeah so like if 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 we if we hosted if we wanted to torrent these uh podcast episodes Mm -hmm. like you can do that it's not a problem Mm -hmm. but like the the illegal part is the distribution of you know these you know copyrighted or works or whatever however it's covered i don't even know how people do that how, how they get the movie so you Basic, there's there's multiple ways to do it. There's multiple multiple ways to do it. The one way that was the best is to rip it from straight from a Blu-ray or something. So basically, fast version. All you need is a blue a Blu-ray player, USB Blu-ray player, mm-hmm. and then you it basically turns that disc into like a thumb drive, mm, basically. Okay. And then you rip the rip the movie from it that way. Yeah. Which again, in and of itself not illegal mm-hmm. so i have all those movies out there on a shelf i plan to back all of those up digitally onto a hard drive yeah and then to make it so i can stream them 
to myself. Sure. Like either within the house or like like you can set it up so you can access it on your own uh, like external devices. Mm-hmm. But so like I'll get a I'll get the uh, the proper drive for me to be able to rip like my 4K Blu-rays and stuff and then I'll just store them store them on a hard drive. Yeah. So then I can either if I have if I have a disc player that handy. Mhm. I'll, I'll watch it like out there, but like my computer doesn't have a disc drive. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's in a different room. Mm-hmm. So, but if so, if I want to stream to that, it'll work there too. Mm-hmm. With the overall goal being to have them for like whenever, it, whenever I have a house to be able to make a like a theater room or a movie room, mm-hmm. I would have that room pull from the server instead of having to load and unload discs sure. all the time. So, is it the sharing it? Or like posting it on and online is that's the, the, illegal, the part. illegal part. Yep. Got it. Yep. Well, good little lesson right there. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, basically, if you bought it, you can do anything you want with it for yourself in your own usage. Yeah. As soon as you distribute it, not Tea. good. Not good. So everybody, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> do what you want. But yeah. You shouldn't. But everybody, come back next week to watch. Nope. Um, don't forget to follow us on social media at Twist Turns and One Liners, all one word. And on the gram on the Instagram, Instagram. Uh, on Twitter, we're at TTOL Pod. Uh, our email is Twist Turns One Liners. Yeah, at gmail.com. Gmail. No and. No, right. Um. Uh, maybe yeah, we maybe l- I'll normalize that sometime, but yeah, but we love we love Instagram. Talk to us on Instagram, and then you can see the movies and the pics and spin the wheel. So anyway, come back for Nope next week. It's gonna be a blast. So get excited. All right. <laughs> okay. Bye.